Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The beauty of Ravinia is that there's something for everybody. So literally, you could come every single night during the week and get something totally different musically every single time when you come. Welcome to another edition of Backstage Chicago. I'm Lisa Fielding with WBBM News Radio, and today we are in beautiful Highland Park at the historic Ravinia Festival. And we're talking everything uh, that's going to be happening this summer. We're going to be talking about the history of Ravinia and all the exciting things that have been kind of in the works for the last few years. And joining me today is Ravinia President and CEO Jeff Hayden. Hi, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Great to be here. So for people who grew up in Illinois, um, even in northern Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, they've known about Ravinia for probably their entire lives. You guys have really welcomed generations of families to this music uh, festival. And in, am I right in saying that it's it's one of the largest um, or the oldest outside uh, music festival in, in North America? It's the oldest music festival in North America. As you said, we've been welcoming families here for generations. Um, it started off as a vision from uh, railroad executives finding a fun place for uh, you know people to be able to buy tickets and go to on the weekends. Uh, when that went defunct, uh, the community rallied and ended up buying the property and turning it into what is today Ravinia Festival Park. And so we welcome everybody here. And I'm one of those families who've been coming here since I was a kid. It's really a summer staple for many people. How would you describe this place to folks who haven't been here? It's really not a hidden treasure to us who grew up here, but a lot of people say, what's Ravinia? And I say, you don't know what Ravinia is? So let me tell you. Uh, yeah, we're, we're sitting here looking out on the windows, looking out on uh, 35 acres uh, just off of Green Bay Road. If you're driving by, you wouldn't even know it's here. It's nestled within the neighborhoods here in Highland Park. Um, but you look out and uh, there's acres of lawn. There's sculptures out here. There are beautiful buildings out here. And there's an outdoor pavilion that seats 3,000 people. So lo and behold, uh, in everybody's backyard, you could have 15,000 people here watching a concert by Sting or the Chicago Symphony. So this is your second summer as CEO and president. Tell me a little bit about your experience. You came on board 
not in the greatest uh, time for live performance. So I got the call to come to Ravinia in July of 2020, uh, and uh, that's when things were first starting to open up a little bit. Uh, as you know, Ravinia was closed during the summer of 2020, first time since the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I arrived here in the fall with uh, a single mission in mind is we need to reopen Ravinia. Uh, music and shared inspiration is an essential part of life. And so that was our mission on the staff when I arrived. And we worked really closely with Northwestern Medicine and all the different regulators around to find the safest way to open up. Mm -hmm. Um, And last summer, we ended up producing a season uh, three months long. Over a quarter million people ended up coming, and we had the full range of programming, everything from John Legend to the Chicago Symphony Orchestra Mm -hmm. last year. So you're an East Coast guy. Actually, I'm from California. Oh, I moved out here okay. from New York. Okay, uh, okay. I actually ran a music festival in New York for about eight years before that, uh, but grew up in sunny California. But my wife is from Chicago. We were uh, married here, and uh, I know all about putting your chair out in your parking space in Lincoln <laughs> Park after a snowstorm. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Love it. The dibs, right? So. East Coast, West Coast, you've had both kind of experiences uh, coming on board to such an historic place who's been around for so long. Uh, what was it like for you to kind of come on board as the newbie and realize really um, what this place means to the folks in this area? It's really humbling walking through these gates. Uh, I first came here uh, actually on a date with my now wife who wanted to impress me with all things <laughs> Chicago. Uh, we sat out on the lawn listening to uh, Diana Krall open for Tony Bennett. Mm. Uh, so that was back in the day. And then we saw the Chicago Symphony Orchestra after that. Um, actually, my predecessor has been uh, a longtime mentor, Wells Kaufman, mm-hmm. and so to actually step in his shoes is very humbling. Uh, what he did here was extraordinary and just really opening up the repertoire. And so for him, we can thank uh, having just such a broad range of acts and also the beautiful park how it's developed. Let's talk about the CSO as well. That's a huge part of what Ravinia is, and I'm talking about the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. So the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, this will be their 86th summer in residence although they've been coming here much longer. Um, I had the opportunity to work at Chicago Symphony Orchestra over 20 years ago, uh, and so I know many of the musicians and know many of the uh, the staff members there. So they were my first call when I came here uh, in the summer of 2020, saying, uh, I'd love to have you back and have you this be the first place that you perform again. And so they did that this last summer. Um, we're working with them again this summer, have a full program. Uh, last year we were limited in the number of musicians we could have on stage. This year we're not, um, and so we're looking forward to having a full orchestra, full chorus, um, and lots of great programming, which I'm happy to talk about. We're going to put that off till the very end so people can listen to the entire podcast before we unveil the new 2022 season. And we're doing that in cooperation with you guys as well, so we appreciate that. So when the pandemic happened, you were closed, then it was 2021, you came up with some ways to uh, spread everyone out. And honestly, for the diehard to come here early to fight for that perfect space on the lawn, you guys came up with an ingenious way, in my opinion, to get that space and pay a little bit more, but it's worth the convenience, I think so. Will you be continuing the reserved space on the lawn concept? Yes. So not everything with the pandemic was bad, although we wish we didn't have to go through it. We found some silver linings. And as you said, people loved having a pre-reserved space on the South Lawn with a dedicated screen so you could see what was going on on the stage. So that will come back uh, as a premium reserve lawn area. It will be a little bit smaller this year uh, so we could make it financially more viable. Um, And we anticipate selling those out for every concert. Now, how did that work? I know you went online and you could see a map, right? And they were, how you had 
seats for two, four, and six, I think, spaces, and they were by number or something like that. Exactly. So you could actually pick your spot, just like you're picking a seat uh, on the lawn. You can pick your square on the lawn. It's numbered, and uh, we even had food service delivery available. You could pre-order seats and tables uh, to be set up, and you can have the full Ravinia experience waiting for you right there on the lawn. Anything else new um, this year that we need to know about um, as far as reserving before we unveil the actual musical lineup? Tell me a little bit about anything that might we might need to know as patrons coming in this year? Sure. So a number of different things that are exciting. Um, so last year as well, we debuted a new relationship with Metra. So if you buy uh, a concert ticket to Ravinia, on that date, you get a free train ride to and from Ravinia on the UP line. So those gas prices don't need to affect you. And in effect, every single uh, train station along the Union Pacific North line uh, is a free parking lot for you. So definitely take advantage of that. There will be more train running to and from Ravinia, so it's a great way to be able to come. Um, we will have uh, a full uh, food options again this year, so feel free to come and, and get all of your food at Ravinia this year if you'd like. Um, we also debuted uh, a carousel stage to the North Lawn last year, and we'll continue doing that this year. Uh, we'll have a variety of different kinds of performances, uh, both the standalone and before concerts, um, including some dancing, so you'll have fun with that. Um, and then the other thing that was really fun last year that we debuted was uh, the music box, Ravinia's music box. And uh, this was set to open in the summer of 19, was delayed until the fall, and then of course uh, the pandemic hit. Um, this is a great 30-minute experience that's open to everybody once they get into the park for a pavilion concert. Uh, you get to go through, and it's a 4D uh, immersion media experience. So if you've been down to the Lincoln Museum and if you experienced that, it's similar to that. Uh, and you get to learn a lot about Leonard Bernstein and we have an added treat this year in that as you come out of the 4D experience and into our exhibit area, we have a special exhibit uh, from the Grammy Museum about the Beatles. Mm -hmm. So come early and enjoy the music box and the Beatles exhibit. Over the years, you've definitely did a lot of expansion. Um, you have a whole new little like um, food shop and the restaurant, of course. Every time I come here, you have a new addition or something new that brings people in beyond the music. Um, like you said, you, you don't even have to bring your own food. Tell me a little bit about what's happened over the last few years as far as your expansion, and you really your property has changed. Yes, uh, we're continue the property is just as important to us, and we continue to invest and improve it. We're really grateful for the generosity of so many people that helped make that happen. Um, there's a dining pavilion in the back with uh, three different kinds of restaurants, a bar, um, marketplace, place uh, and a great festival shop to be able to buy your blanket or your sweatshirt uh, that you want for that day. Um, so that's been a great addition to be able to come to Ravinia. Over the years, there's been some amazing people that have been here. Off the top of my head, I've been here to see Duran Duran, Blondie, Donna Summer before she died, Sting multiple times. I mean, I can go on and on. And one of my favorites, it's the regional band, Bodines. Oh, yeah. Well, I believe in my encyclopedia memory of Ravinia that they were one of the very first bands that sold out this place. Now, back in the day, as my mom always says, we used to walk up to the box office and, and buy a lawn ticket for $10. Uh, it's not really the case anymore because it's so popular and you really have to limit the property space as well. How have you guys kind of managed that over the years? Sure. Uh, yeah, there, there are epic stories of uh, tens of thousands of people just flooding into Ravinia before any kind of crowd controls were in place. 
place. <clears throat> Obviously, that did not make for being a very good neighbor. And so over mm. the years, we've had to figure out what that right balance is. Uh, last year, we swung the pendulum very hard to very low density. Uh, financially, that's not very viable in the long term, but um, we're still going to operate at a little bit lower density this year as well, just to give people a little bit more space that they're looking for right now. That's great. Also, you do have to be uh, cognizant of your neighbors. And you talked about low density, high density, and you do have some noise ordinance, uh, ordinances and things like that. How do you guys kind of work with the neighbors over the years um, as, I guess, the secret gets out and more people come here? Uh, the neighbors actually have been really great to work with, and I had the pleasure of going around and um, actually doing little block party introductions to my uh, to me to the neighbors last year. And many neighbors move here because of Ravinia, and they want to be along the property lines and they actually have a whole tradition of getting people into their front yard and listening to Chicago Symphony or listening to Sting or Pitbull or whoever's coming uh, you know in in the end so it's really fun to be able to to have that now you guys rely a big part on uh, subscribers donors tell me a little bit how that works Sure. We have people that have been coming here for generations, and so um, many of them really want to support Ravinia and its broader mission as well as the park, and so they end up being contributors as well, and it could be anything from $100 to $100,000. But any of those contributions end up getting them early access to tickets, Mm -hmm. uh, which in many cases is really critical because some of these concerts sell out before they even get to the public. So we're really grateful because that support not only helps us with the park, but it helps us with our other parts of our mission, including our Reach Teach Play program, where we're going into schools throughout Chicagoland uh, and places that don't have music education and putting instruments in kids' hands and giving them that inspiration that they need. Wonderful. I was just going to ask you about that. Um, you really have a lot of community outreach, especially for kids. Tell me about that. Absolutely. We have a lot. We're very kid-focused here. Uh, so as I said, we have a Reach Teach Play program that serves about 25,000 students and a total of about 70,000 people uh, through our Opportunity Lawn past programs. So um, we are in Austin, we're in Lawndale, we're in Waukegan, and uh, all the way to the Indiana border. So we're everywhere. Um, And we do have uh, youth orchestras that we've set up in several neighborhoods. We have jazz programs that we've set up uh, in a few different neighborhoods as well. Um, And then we bring a lot of uh, sort of the honors groups here to Ravinia to rehearse and perform in one of our theaters. Um, Mm -hmm. And we're starting to, they're now getting to be quite good. uh, And we're starting to show showcase them uh, before concerts. So our jazz scholars ended up performing before Jazz at Lincoln Center last mm-hmm. year, and they'll perform again this year before a concert. Um, and uh, so it's really fun to be able to see. And actually, um, some of you may know a trumpet player named Marquise Hill, um, really famous jazz trumpet player now, but he started in our Reach Teach Play program, went on to our Staines Music Institute jazz program, and now he's a superstar. And tell me about some of your children's program that you have. You have sometimes an afternoon show for the kids and then maybe the adult show at night or something else. So we have a lot of different ways families can enjoy Ravinia. So we do have a specific family show series, um, and which exactly right around lunchtime, early afternoon. Um, and uh, it will feature anything from jazz to classical music to what I call kid rock music. Um, <laughs> you never seen, that's the only mosh pit we end up having at Ravinia is when the kids come. 
Um, so there's a lot of fun with those, and you get a lot of parents and grandparents. There are also a lot of concerts that are just kid-friendly. Uh, and so, for instance, even with the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, uh, we're starting a series of concerts on Sunday evenings, early evening. And so we see a lot of families bring their blankets out on the lawn, stretch out, and just hear some of the great orchestral repertoire. Uh, and they're just having, you know, tater tots in the background listening to Mozart. Fun. Um, now, one of the things that I'm also tied to Ravinia, um, my father does um, engineering for the North Shore, and he was involved with a lot of the reconfiguration of making it easier to come in and out of Ravinia uh, because there was a huge bottleneck when people went and crashed toward the, the, the train, and now they, they ha you have that um, beautiful underneath, I call it the underneath thingy. <laughs> but you can, you can better explain what it looks like with the fountains and things like that, and that really makes a huge difference for people to come in and out, not only catching the train, but who park in that main lot. Exactly, uh, and that was that was uh, a brilliant vision of my predecessor, Wills Kaufman, and uh, who happened to be, the, and also the board chairman, Rob Krebs, who, who worked for the railroad companies as well at the time. Um, and uh, we did create this beautiful underpass under the Union Pacific Railroad North Line uh, before for, you know, however many years people would walk across the top of the tracks, and fortunately nobody was, was injured. But um, this just makes the, you know, we feel like we are the uh, best train stop in the entire world. Uh, and so you get off and you have electric fountains, uh, you have beautiful landscaping, and of course uh, the architecture welcoming you into the gates. You know, it's funny, over the years, even retail shops sell things that we call Ravinia tables, Ravinia this, Ravinia that, and it's become kind of a, a coined kind of word. My whole family owns about four of those Ravinia tables, and I don't know if they're officially called that, but you know what I'm talking about. So that's really become an institution with even people who make this kind of a tradition, and people, I call some people professionals. My parents were professionals. They'd come here and they'd set up their entire spread. I've seen candelabras, I've seen flowers, I've seen candles. Kind of tell me a little bit about what you've seen over the last summer, and maybe if you've got any outrageous memories of people's setups. Some, some people bring like Thanksgiving dinners here. It's extraordinary to see what takes place here. I mean, I have some faint memories of it from 20 years ago, but the game has definitely been upped uh, very recently. So it's a sort of friendly competitive picnicking that takes place out there. You bring your Ravinia picnicking on. Um, yes, I've seen the can I've seen the the candelabras. I've seen the wedgewood. I've seen these beautiful uh, travel suitcases from like the early 1900s that open up and has you know all your selection. And then you just have the real fun stuff where you know you go all out at Pottery Barn or, or some other local uh, place and just take up an entire area and what's great about Ravinia is that it's a shared experience and so it's not just sort of selfishly for you people feel like they can invite lots of people and inadvertently you do end up seeing a lot of mixing of the audience mm -hmm. where people may not have come with another group but they get to know each other and then they start to connect and, and set up their picnics next to each other so you have a picnic crawl throughout the park yeah and so there's a lot of corporate uh, events as well and you guys provide if you don't want to lug in all that stuff <laughs> um, the tables, the chairs, the food, the coolers, uh, you can set up everything here for a corporation or a birthday party or anything. So here's what you ask your boss to do. 
Last year, we saw some corporations do some great employee appreciation events here. So I saw uh, some corporations rent out part of the lawn. They block it all off. Uh, they had their little games that they played on the side. They had these fantastic sp food spreads. Uh, they had meet and greets, uh, and uh, they had the Ravinia swag. And uh, it was all out. Yes, there was some client entertainment, but I saw a lot of employee appreciation. So that's what you ask your boss for for the summer. And I see lots of like buffet don't you supply food as well with all the chairs around we're, we're a one-stop shop so uh yes we have all the food all the decor uh they just have to call up and, and we'll provide everything for you one of the memories that i have here is the changing weather because in chicago you can have you know 80 degrees in april and then 30 degrees in rain in july you just never know and i've shopped at the ravinia shop many times to buy socks and to buy sweatshirts because I came here when I was 80 and then all of a sudden it turned 40. So obviously you guys have a beautiful shop as well with lots of uh, weather necessities and other fun things. So this is actually a project of the Women's Board, uh, and they, this is actually the 50th anniversary of the festival shop and the 60th anniversary of the festival Women's Board, um, and they saw that need uh, 50 years ago where people needed to buy things and wanted to buy things, and so uh, they do have sort of that combination of, yes, there are things that you need, uh, that you may need, um, but then also great gifts. Uh, there's just a whole range of fantastic gifts, um, and then I see a lot of times people will end up buying, uh, you know, things for their picnic that they'll end up using throughout the summertime at their home, particularly in January when they're missing Ravinia. And you know, people are diehards when they come here and they not only bring everything they need, but I've sat many times in the rain just to wait it out so I can see that show. Do you find that there's a lot of people that They'll come rain, shine, it's, wind. It's Chicago. You know, people do not mind the weather here at all. And, you know, what I find is that very rarely is, is the weather an overall obstacle. It may be passing, um, but we also have a lot of ways where people can sit it out very easily, you know, undercover, um, and then come back in and join the show. So sometimes we'll postpone it for just a little bit. But um, if you're underneath the pavilion, the show goes on and you're just fine. Believe it or not, in the 40 years or so I've been coming here, I'm a big lawn person. I love the lawn experience. That's something unique. How do you explain that? And really, if it's a beautiful night, have a bottle of wine, maybe some cheese, and maybe a Thanksgiving dinner or whatever you choose to bring. <laughs> but it's really the atmosphere. I've been to plenty of concerts, like in a pavilion. The pavilion's beautiful, but the lawn really has a special sense. And it's unique because we don't really have this anywhere. We used to have Poplar Creek back in the day, which was outside. But there's not many like that anymore. There really aren't many experiences like that. And, and the Ravinia lawn is definitely a special experience when you go to any venue in the country. Yes, there are outdoor lawn experiences, but here um, it's flat, it's classy. Uh, it's not a porta potty festival. You know, you're sit maybe your uh, picnic is real bathroom. Is we that have, what you're saying? We have real <laughs> bathrooms. Your picnic might be by a Batero sculpture, so <clears throat> you might be, you know, within a million dollar sculpture. Uh. Um, but you know, it's beautiful. And then to listen with the sound system that we have, we have the best outdoor sound system in the world, hands down. Uh, and we just upgraded it last year, so it's even better. Now, like everything, tickets become more expensive as the years go by. But you guys obviously have to pay your artists. Tell me how you guys kind of balance that with what you have to charge per concert. 
the tickets prices vary depending on who you have here. Exactly. You know, and it's it's become even more challenging in the industry as uh, the revenue streams for recorded music have fallen away from artists. Mm-hmm. Artists used to be able to make a career off of their recorded music sales, mm-hmm. and then the the touring was basically just sort of like a promotion to go buy your record. Nowadays, the main money is actually through touring, and they get very little from Spotify or mm-hmm. Apple Music or the couple of records that they actually sell. Um, so it is a tricky balance, and that's why you have seen a lot of uh, prices go up within, you know, particularly the rock and pop industry. Um, We work really hard to try to create a variety of price points throughout the summertime. So while it may be harder to get that cheap price for a headliner artist because of what I said, you can find a lot of other concerts that are fantastic uh, for very uh, accessible pricing. And so um, definitely look throughout our season and you'll find a lot of great opportunities to come. I think that Metro deal is a good one because a lot of people like to schlep their own stuff with their cars but now that you can buy everything here even your chairs right um i think that's key in cutting down the price because you got to pay for parking and all that stuff and it adds up if you're going to bring everything yourself exactly and part of the women's shop we actually have a rental shop so Mm -hmm. you can rent chairs you can rent tables um so you don't have to schlep it all and you don't have to schlep it all back either as you Mm -hmm. said just take the train show up we can provide everything for you or if you do want to bring some of your food or your own wine that's fine as well and if you become even a low low amount donor, you do have some perks, discounts, getting in early, things like that. I like to pay for convenience, and it does pay off in the end if you come here a lot. Tell me a little bit about the things that come with any type of um, just a, even a, a low to medium a donation. Sure. So low meet to medium donation is you get the opportunity to buy tickets before the public does, so that's a huge deal. Um, you get the opportunity to come into the park a half hour before the public does. So um, if you're sitting on the lawn and you don't want to spring for the pre-reserved lawn area, that's your chance to get a really good seat. And uh, what you you can do is you can sit right behind the pre-reserve lawn area as a donor and get mm-hmm. most of the benefits but just have to get here a little early to claim your spot you've got some discounts on chairs and and the gift yeah. shop right that's key you have a lot you have discounts on tickets and i think most importantly as well while there are a lot of personal benefits for it you also get to know that you're supporting our education program and supporting this beautiful park and helping to keep some of those ticket prices down on those concerts where we're allowed to to make it accessible Ravina becomes a big, not only a tradition, but a big event. You pick a show and you get everyone together and it's really, it can be really a, a late afternoon night event for your group. Uh, Ravinia is a happening, and uh, people definitely plan uh, plan for this. And sometimes, you know, the, it's their annual tradition, and some people come multiple times a week because uh, the beauty of Ravinia is that there's something for everybody. So literally, you could come every single night during the week and get something totally different musically every single time when you come. Perfect segue. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Okay, so we are uh, revealing the 2022 season um, the same day that you guys are as well. Now, you have not had a really full-blown rock and roll happening season since 2019. Is that correct? So is that really three years ago? It's, That's crazy. It's really three years ago. And, and uh, last year, I remember, just as we were starting to make our season announcement, some rock and roll shows started touring. And so we were able to catch some uh, for later in the season. But this is the first year where we can start off even right at the beginning with rock and roll throughout, classical music throughout, jazz throughout. Uh, so the benefits of really planning a full season. I'll tease the audience just a little 
little bit more before we get to the big <laughs> reveal. Uh, kind of tell me what you learned from like working in the live performance business during this unprecedented time, this pandemic. We talked about Ravinia hasn't been closed down since the Great Depression. Now we can say it happened in 2020. What did you kind of learn from that and slowly coming back in 2021 and now ready to come back with a bang. What did you learn from that? And then we'll talk about this this season and the lineup. It Every single night when I was here last summer, I was touched by somebody figuring out who I was and came up to me and just very heartfelt said, thank you. Thank you. I can only imagine what kind of work it took for you and your team to reopen Ravinia. I can't tell you how much this means to me, what a hole in my heart uh, how much I needed this inspiration. Any one of those phrases, uh, audience members would come up and say that. And interestingly enough, artists as well. And there were some of the most amazing comments from the stage that artists had about just really being humbled by the, the past couple of years and just an outpouring of gratitude for the audience that were willing to come to be there in person and not on Zoom, mm -hmm. uh, to spend their money and to be together, knowing that uh, everyone had challenges to get to that point. And artists are coming back? Artists are coming back in a big way. Everybody's on the road. There's gonna be a traffic jam of artists going through and uh, we're really excited that uh, they're all stopping here. Okay, are you ready? All, <laughs> all right, okay. The 2022 summer season of Ravinia Festival. Take it away. Oh my goodness, picking all your favorite children. So it is It is a little something for everybody. So as everyone knows, Ravinia is grounded in classical music. Uh, so we have the Chicago Symphony Orchestra returning for their 86th season in residence. Marin Alsop is our chief conductor. She's returning uh, as, with an extended contract. We have a big opening night for the Chicago Symphony plan with Stuart Goodyear playing piano. Uh, Saturday, Marcus Roberts playing a jazz trio with the orchestra. And then Sunday, we have that orchestra program that It'll be great for families uh, featuring all music of nature uh, with visuals as well. Mm. Um, so that's just a little taste there. We have a lot of uh, Broadway that's coming here as well. Ooh. So we have uh, music of Leonard Bernstein and, and Gershwin. Uh, we have uh, a program featuring uh, music from Alan Menken uh, from Broadway, Once Upon a Time. Um, and then we have our newest edition, which is uh, about Sondheim. Mm. who had such, Wonderful. such an incredible legacy in the Broadway field um, and also a great history in Chicago and Ravinia. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're working with local actor um, and all things great Rob Lindley mm -hmm. and putting together a very special program that's just at Ravinia um, featuring uh, music and songs inspired by the letters of encouragement that Sondheim wrote uh, to different performers that he got to know along the way. Was this in the works before he died or did you guys kind of come up with this or is it good timing? No, this uh, this came up afterwards. So okay. we scrambled really fast Perfect. to put this program together. Um, and then uh, our gala is featuring Leslie Odom Jr. Oh, wonderful. How can you top that? But you can. We can top that. <laughs> Keep going. But wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah. um, <clears throat> another great uh, Chicago uh, artist is uh, Ramsey Lewis. Um, and uh, so we're thrilled to be doing a tribute to Ramsey. We're working with the son, Bobby. We're working with um, uh, our, our stellar graduate, Marcus Hill, uh, and uh, newest Chicago resident, Kurt Elling. Uh, it's put together a fantastic concert on Father's Day, uh, June 19th, uh, and thrilled to be able to do that with a lot of other other jazz coming throughout the season as well. 
And last but not least, what oh, we there's got? more. <laughs> oh, yes, there is more. Yes, um, yes. Let's see. Should I say that uh, Sting is coming? Uh, Wait, what? Uh, Sting <laughs> is coming. Uh, Pitbull is coming. Pitbull. Common is coming. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Cheryl Crow coming. Man. We have Little Big Town coming. Mm. Uh, I think maybe Stevie Nicks might drop by oh. for two nights as well, if you don't mind. Oh. Just really? such I'm an incredible lineup of, of artists this summer. Uh, John Fogarty, The Black Crows, oh. uh, Dog Pondering. Um, you have uh, Jackson Brown, who was one of the first people to blow through the uh, capacity limits at Ravinia back in the day. Okay. And so still coming. Uh, Steve Miller Band, Culture Club, Yacht Rock, Diana Ross. Uh, we're really excited to have Erica Badu come. Um, and we're really excited as well to have a new, uh, new, new partnership program with uh, Joe Shanahan and Metro Smart Bar celebrating four years and uh, 40 ah. years. And that's going to be in the carousel doing a lot of uh, EDM and DJing that night. Right. We are going to be celebrating their anniversary. So Great. absolutely. Um, Michael Fronte, I see. What else here? We have, um, well, one of my favorites is Chris Isaac. Chris Isaac, uh, you've got Emmy Lou Harris, Mary Chapin Carpenter, um, uh, Esperanza Spalding, fantastic jazz pop artist. Um, we also have Trombone Shorty. If you don't know Trombone Shorty, check out Trombone Shorty. Think uh, uh, New Orleans jazz and funk meets pop. Uh, he toured with Red Hot Chili Peppers and a lot of other pop mm. groups back in the day. How do you guys determine? I mean, obviously you have to have a wide variety and taste for everyone, and you certainly have that here. But how do you determine, you know, I mean, I, it's like you said, it's like picking your favorite kid. It is. And uh, you're just, if you can't see, <laughs> is a big wide smile on his face talking about this. And I do too, because when I first saw this, I went, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, that's even better than the other one. <laughs> it's uh, it's the, the, the most enjoyable, fun, terrifying activity that you'll ever do because uh, all eyes are on you uh, when you release the season. And um, as much as I would like to say that um, we have 100% control over everybody that we can pick, uh, there's the reality of scheduling and touring and, and everything else. And so um, as great as this schedule is, you know, there are things that keep, sh you know, that have shifted around over time. And what's really fun is to uh, ride that roller coaster. You know exactly what you want when you go into the season picking different artists and you have all these conversations. Of course, the relationships you build up, like for instance, Bonnie Raitt wanted to come back on tour and she told her agent the first place she wanted to perform was Ravinia and get wow. me into Ravinia. And wow. so we got that call early on and we started building um, a lot of things around it. Stevie Nicks, same thing. You know, hadn't performed in a couple years. Loved, loved, loved her debut a few years ago at Ravinia. Um, and wanted to be sure to come back. And so, you know, as you develop these relationships with the artists, um, Sting is another one, you know, loves coming here and wanted to make sure that any tour was built around Ravinia. Wow, that makes your job a little easier, right? When people want to come here? Except when they all want to come on the same day. <laughs> that would be true. That's true. Everyone can't have their pick of their dates, right? Now, you also have uh, dance as well for folks who like that. We do have dance, um, and uh, we're thrilled to have Ruth Page back. And we're also thrilled to welcome Hubbard Street Dance uh, mm -hmm. at Ravinia. It's been a long, long time. Um, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of success with Joffrey coming last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, they'll be, um, and Hubbard Street will be bringing some 
some live music as well. So make sure to come for that. Okay, so when this podcast runs, uh, tickets will be going on sale when you're going to be releasing your um, this lineup, which we just did. It'll also be online as well. So how does everyone get to be a part of this great, fun season? So go on our website, ravinia.org, salivate over the incredible lineup that you see, uh, start crossing off your calendar of all the nights you're going to be here. Uh, Make a contribution in any level that you're comfortable with. Uh, Support our Reach, Teach, Play and gain early access to our tickets. And uh, next week you'll start to get those benefits depending on your ticket level. So um, you'll get access to tickets as as soon as uh, in April. And uh, for those that are not donors, they have access starting May 4th. You know, summer is not summer in Chicago without a night at Ravinia, and we look forward to seeing you here early and often. Great. Thank you so much, uh, Ravinia President and CEO Jeff Hayden. Congratulations, and we look forward to listening to the music under the stars here at Ravinia Festival. Oh, thanks so much for having me on. Coming up next week on Backstage Chicago, you could find it in cabarets and clubs in the late 1800s until the 1950s. Part comedy, part performance art, part striptease. But burlesque has made a big comeback in the last decade, especially in Chicago. We'll get an inside look at how the industry is growing. Talk to the artists who say it's all about storytelling and body positivity and how burlesque is finding its place in Chicago's cultural landscape. Listen to the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.